0: Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply are you ready to write do you want to learn what it takes to create a writing career then tune in and take notes because on simply Write, we talk about the writer's craft and the qualities and quirks of living a writer's life let's go Hello, and welcome to Simply Write with Polly Campbell. I'm Polly, and this is episode 103, and we're going to talk about rituals and routines and small wins, the things that we need to establish if we're going to have a sustainable writing business, right? We can sit down every day and find a few minutes to write here and there, but we also have to manage the business behind the scenes and the screens, so that we can make a lifestyle and shape a career out of this. I've been doing that for 26 years and I've learned some tricks and techniques along the way. It really comes down to elevating the craft of writing throughout your career, so continuing education, and then taking care of business making the contacts and networking and uh, billing people for the corporate work you're doing and having a number of different projects going so that you always have a check coming in or some income coming in so that you can pursue the work you want to do. And one way to do that is to establish rituals and routines that help us get going and keep going. First, you know how I like to start. I like to fill you in on what I'm working on. I like to hear what you're working on too. I, I always like to find out the process other writers use and have to get all of the work done. Not just the writing work, but all the work done. And I, and I call this segment dailies today, what am I working on? Let's see. I have a newsletter for Simply Write coming out. If you want to keep track of that and go in depth, we have author Q and A's. We have a community developing there where people can post questions, get comments and feedback. And I offer feedback too. If you have a question about your writing work or markets or whatever else, you can launch them there. You get uh, a With simplywrite.substack.com, you get bonus material, in-depth information, access to authors on our show and me, and it's just a way to build that community that helps keep the work going right? It can be a lonely job. Uh, But when you're behind the scenes and behind the screens with other writers, it reminds you why you're doing it too. It can be really motivating. So I'm working on that today. Um, I've got an article going for the Psychology Today blog, which I've got to get up uh, before the end of the month. That's part of it. So that involves research. I'll be researching today, reading some uh, psychology journals and so forth, since I write about uh, personal development and success strategies for that. Um, And I'm setting up, another podcast so I'm actually looking for a memoir writer right now I've got a few on my list I want to touch base with uh, so we could do a, a show on memoir writing and down the road some personal essays as well so one of the things about being a writer and, and doing the podcast and the newsletter is I get to talk to all these cool people and I'm Pretty introverted. I mean, I'm polite at a party. I can do it, but if I give them my choice, I'm at home with my pen and notebook, or I'm reading a book by the fire or something quiet like that. I like to nest in and and be quiet. But it's really helped me, and it's I think it's so important to creating a sustainable writing career. To, have, to know other writers, to be able to go to people and complain or bitch or talk to them and say, hey, I'm running into this, or do you know anybody who could help me with this, or what do you think about this idea? And um, it's important to any job, but I think writing, it's, uh, it's psychologically important. It's a way to uh, breach some of the loneliness that might set in or the self-doubt, right? We can learn so much from each other. So that's part of how I'm spending my morning connecting with these other writers for the podcast and the newsletter so I can bring you this kind of connection and information too. And this afternoon, um, I'll go for a walk or hop on the exercise bike just before lunch. And then I hope I can jump back into the fiction project I'm working on. I know lots of people doing that this month as well as part of NaNoWriMo. Are you trying that? National Novel Writing Month. Each November, writers or aspiring writers can sign up on the NaNoWriMo site. That's N A N O wrimo.org oorg National Novel Writing Month, NaNoWriMo site, and set independent writing goals, work at your own pace, and many people go for a word count with the goal of having a novel written by the end of the month. Now, it doesn't have to be a good novel, it doesn't mean you're ready to publish the novel, but it's a source of community, there are, you can register with the site, and they'll keep you connected. You can find meetups all over the different towns you're in and other people who are participating as well. It's a a chance to build community, work at your own pace, but in connection with other writers uh, if you want to do that. Nano Rimo. I always say it wrong, but it's National Novel Writing Month. All right, that brings us to the what's in the desk segment. Hey, it's my traveler's notebook. Do you have one of these? I was I was turned off to them for years because I have a desk full of all these notebooks. You know I love writing with pens and paper. Um, I've been using fountain pens too or gel pens, but I really like the fountain pens right now. And I was always turned off to the traveler's notebook because have you you seen it? It's a nice leather sheath or cover. that's then got a series of thick elastic bands in the middle and you slip blank notebooks, blank paperback notebooks in there. You can change them out as needed. But I've always kept a moleskine or a uh, lucterm or, you know, other things. Spiral notebook. Depends. Maliko, I, I get a, a kind of a spiral Maliko notebook I'll talk about from time to time. And so I just avoided the elastic bands. I wanted something that laid flat. But oh my goodness, I love my traveler's notebook you can look at the traveler's company and they don't pay me this is not an ad but you know I like to tell you what's in my desk because I love to know wow it's just quirky I love office products and I like to know what other tools writers are using to be more efficient the reason why I like this notebook is because I kind of have two simple brief little books in there one is my daily calendar because I like to keep my calendar by hand pen and paper and one is just a notebook that I can take with me everywhere. And it's very thin. It's it's a little smaller. It's it's narrow, um, like 4.6 inches across, I think, is what the measurement is. You can check that out. It's narrow. I can fit it in my hand. And I've got small hands. And I like that I can just slip it in and have both these books together in a band, in a cover, in my bag when I take off. Um, and I also like the feel of it. The paper's really good for a fountain pen and other heavy ink pens. And I just like the feel of it. So I still use other notebooks. You know, writers are never a, a one notebook person. I don't think, right? But, but I like my traveler's notebook. And if you want to see what it looks like, the one I'm keeping, join us at our Substack community. I'm going to have pictures up there of what's in the desk. And this week, it's a traveler's notebook. All right. I think all these uh, little tools make the writing more fun, um, make it more visceral for me. I'm really big on that kind of stuff. And I'm also big on rituals and routines for a totally different reason. And that is because I need to keep writing every day. I don't have time for a block. I don't really believe in writer's block. We'll talk about that during one show, what I think we mean when we say writer's block. And I have done a lot of research for my books that show the value of rituals and routines. They prime our brain for the action we want to take. And here's another secret according to the research is they enhance our enjoyment and experience of it so if you make a wish before blowing out the birthday candles on your cake research shows that you're going to enjoy the cake more because that ritual primes our sensory brain the part of our brain that that helps us experience things in that way to have a full experience so the cake actually taste better. The same happens when you're trying to access your creative mind and you're trying to get the writing done. Roger Beattie at Penn State identified a pattern of brain connectivity that is associated with idea generation and development and found that when we prime our brain, when we do certain things, we can trigger that to become more original thinkers, right? It connects The mind-wandering, the folks thinking, the selective attention parts of our brain in a way that helps us play with ideas, come up with them, and then get them out. We come up with more creative suggestions and ideas. That's what I think is the value of rituals and routines. I go to the same place every day to write. I go at the same time whether I have the work to do or not and I start my morning in the same way. Now different things come in and out. I'm living with a 16-year-old daughter. You can imagine what some of the mornings are like around here. But there are three things I do each morning before work and when I do those, I'm setting the stage for my creative brain to write. It it's like <laughs> it's like every time I open the can of dog food my dog hears that you know when you pull off that can the top of the can and she comes running and stands by her bowl because that sound tells her sends a message to her brain she doesn't even have to think about it becomes instinctual so rituals can help writers in this way and what I find is they are really useful along with our routines two different things we're going to get into to help us keep going when we're not feeling like because it takes the thought process out of it. It allows us to move into our writing space and get to work whether we're feeling it or not. So what are my rituals and how do I set up my routine for the day? I'm going to talk about that when I come back right after this on the creator's network of electric House. And we're back on Simply right with Polly Campbell. And I'm Polly, and today we're talking about a whole bunch of stuff, but we're getting into the routines and rituals that can help you get down to the right writing. My rituals and routines have changed over the years. I've been doing this a long time, and, and they're going to adapt and change with your life too. But the point of this is to really help you find something it might excite you and might help you get to work. So let me tell you about my morning routine. Think about yours. Think about some things that might work for you. In the substract, I'm going to tell you how to create a ritual. The three things that have to happen to make a ritual effective. But I'm going to tell you what my ritual is right now. And if you want to find out uh, how to really edge that in, in your day, then tune in there. Okay. I don't do my writing first thing in the morning. A lot of writers do, they get up before work or before getting the kids out. A lot of people write really well in the morning. And the big thing about this is to understand when you work best and what you work, what time you work best at. I do a lot of other things, work-related things in the morning, but it, it's not usually my writing first thing in the morning. I want my brain to percolate a little bit before I sit down. So I get up real early before anyone else 5.30, 5.45. I have a cup of coffee. I do a quiet meditation or mindfulness. This can be two minutes to 20 minutes. It depends on my mood. And often it's sitting there quietly thinking about the day of he- ahead, paying attention to my thoughts, letting them go. And then I have a spiral notebook I pull out from Maliko uh, that's Like, I don't know what it is. I think it's five by nine, maybe. Uh, It's a little narrower than a regular collegiate spiral notebook. And I do my morning pages. Julie Cameron from The Artist's Way talked about this. And they have made a huge difference for me. I write three pages Dream of consciousness. I don't edit, I don't cross out, I write about whatever I want. And when I can't think of anything to write about, I just write about the fact that I can't think about anything to write about. But what's interesting is usually by the end of that session, those three pages, I'm getting excited about the day ahead, or I'm thinking about a project, or I got an idea. It kind of allowed me to dump my brain on the page about all the stresses of grown-up life and parenting life and writing life. And I'm able to break free from that to get down to work. Then I usually take a break, get my daughter off to school. Uh, She rides with a friend or I'll run her up to school or whatever. If I have time before she goes to school, I like to read a chapter from a book on writing or something inspiring or a great piece of writing that's similar to whatever I'm working on that day. I want to be inspired. And the best way to be inspired is to read work that you love from from other authors, right? So the reason why that's a ritual is because I do the same thing each day. And I spend about 10 minutes a time on each of those things. The coffee and the quiet meditation kind of go together for me. But the morning pages can go anywhere from 10 minutes to 20 minutes. Then I read a craft book. So by the end of that, when I get up to take my kid to school, or whatever is comes next, I feel like my brain has been primed for the riding ahead. I'm excited and I'm, I'm fired up to do it. Well, that's the ritual that starts my morning. Often I'll do a gratitude exercise too, where I, during my morning pages, I might just list down things that I'm grateful for. I want to set the mood. We know that people are more creative when they are in a good mood, right? That, that, helps, a positive energy helps to get the work done. So I do a ritual that feels good to me and I do it every morning and it kind of grounds me in the day. And then the routine starts at eight o'clock. At eight o'clock I go into my office. I have a set room in my house with files and desks and computers and notebooks and all the stuff I want around me to do the work. And all I really need to write is pen and paper and a computer. I take notes a lot of times by hand, but I do my writing and revising in the computer, most of it. And even when it feels hard and I don't feel like writing, once I get in behind that desk, I write. There's just no question. It answers all the questions for me. My body and my brain are so primed that once I'm in that seat, I keep my butt in the chair until the assignment is done. Whatever the assignment is, whether I'm working on my fiction for the day or I have articles to get out or a newsletter, whatever. It's important that you have a set space to write in. Now this can be wherever you want it to be. You know, maybe it's a, a, Corner by the fireplace in your living room. Maybe it's in your bed. I know some writers who work on their laptop in the bed. But there needs to be a place that you go to every day. And when you go there at that same time every day, this is the routine, right? Your body and your brain come together and, like, oh, right, this is my writing time. When my dog hears that can open, She doesn't run around to the living room. She runs to her bowl because that's her eating space. This is my writing space in the desk, in the front bedroom that I have converted into an office. What is your writing space? Where do you work? And what time do you write every day? My most creative and not terrible-ish writing... He's really between 10 and 2. So I try to do the correspondence and the other business of writing, the development work and so forth before that and after that. I do drafting, revisions during that time, corporate work, correspondence. Uh, I might finish up an article that I've already written. But between 10 and 2, that's when I do the hard work of writing because that is harder for me. That's where I need my greatest focus. And I can do that Uh, you know, for about four or five hours. And then my brain is wiped out. Now that doesn't mean the workday is done. There's other stuff to do, but that's really when um, when I put my focus out there. Once I walk in the office at eight o'clock with my other cup of coffee, then I know I'm ready to get to work. I get to work. I do the business stuff first, and then I do the writing stuff. And I don't keep a word count, but I don't get up until I'm done. Listen, when we have a routine like that, here's what happens in our brain. The neurons in our brain automatically fire. And when we are in that spot the first time, They fire to create this familiar routine. They get stronger. Those pathways, those neural pathways that make it possible for us to write in the space or create in the space, they light up and create a little highway, a little road system. The more often we do it like that, the stronger those circuits in our brain become. So it becomes easier to get the work done. When I walk into my desk and sit down, those circuits fire like a super highway and my brain is primed to work. Now, does this mean it feels good and easy every single time? Of course not, but it is absolutely easier than showing up in a random spot every day at a different time, okay? Now, there are plenty of times that I work and write outside of the schedule. I will write in an airport if I'm on a tour. I will write uh, in a coffee shop If I'm waiting for my kid, sometimes if I'm sharing an office space with my husband, if he's working at home, I'll write out on the corner of the couch on my laptop. So yes, writer's right. And we have to find a way to manage our business. The great thing is we can manage it from anywhere with a laptop, right? The business side and the creative side. But the minute I walk in my office, it's easier to get the job done because I'm in a routine and I've cultivated that space and time. So that my body and brain know that's when I go to work. Think about this. You know, we have to be agile. The world is always changing, and and writers are always changing too. What we land on one day might feel different the next day, and that's just fine. But we have to get the writing out. We have to get the work done. So think about. Today, what feels good to you? Where do you feel best writing? Where are you most comfortable? Where do you feel like you've had your most moments of flow? Do you need an office space? Do you have a place in the break room at lunch in your office? You know, there are plenty of times that we're not going to be in as quiet office space to write, but find a place wherever you are. Go there at the same time every day and know that's your writing time and your writing space. I promise you, it'll make the work easier right? Given the option, I know when I'm at my best as a writer, when my brain is not tired from the day, and I'm more able to sit down and shut out the other distractions and get going, because that's the deal, right? We can write anytime, anywhere, but fatigue from all the other work and the decisions of the day, it can make it hard for us to focus. So find the time when you're at your best, then go to it, same time, same place, every day. And then mark your progress. Plenty of writers talk about keeping a word count. I do not do that. That does not work for me because I'm always subtracting. When I sit down to write, I'm usually revising as I go. So I might add 500 words and keep 100 of those. So a word count does not really work for me. I. I Check the hours. I know what hours, which hours, how long I'm gonna write. But the one thing I really do is look for progress. There are many days when the greatest progress in my writing hasn't led to a word on the page. Now I always write something because I have those morning pages, which makes me feel like I've always grounded and, and created something in my day. That's part of my morning routine, right? But There's plenty of stuff I do throughout the day that that doesn't involve writing on the page. So if I've set up two podcast interviews, that can be pretty significant. If I've done research for the show, that's pretty time-consuming, pretty important to my job right now. If I've drafted a Substack newsletter, that might not be, be my book project or the class curriculum I'm developing and the article for Psychology Today. But it's significant to my job. So at the end of the day, whatever time that is for you, whether you end the day early in the morning or late at night or sometime midway in the afternoon, before you leave your writing space, take a minute to write down what you've accomplished for the day, whatever it is. Small wins. There's a lot of research from Teresa Amabile and others who have looked at this and they have found that when we notice the incremental progress we're making in the day, we our bodies. Fill with dopamine, which is the reward hormone, right? It's a reward chemical, but it does something else. Dopamine makes us want to keep going. So when you notice the progress you've made today in this day, no matter how small that will motivate you to keep up on it tomorrow to keep going. And really that's a lot of what this is. I'm not going to write a book in a day, but If I write a page, that is ultimately going to help me to write the book. So instead of walking out and saying, oh, geez, I only got a page done today, I can walk out and say, look at this, I did a page. That's another step forward. Incremental progress. You can write a whole book that way. But we've got to notice what we've done what we've achieved, and celebrate that at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month. A great writer friend of mine, Kelly Enger, she'll do this a couple times a year. She'll look midway through the year, and at the end of the year, at the the things she's accomplished in her career, in her life, with her family, and everything, and take note of that, because it's really easy to brush through and think, well, I've got this article out, and I only have 20 more to do, or this happened, but we're doing a lot, incremental progress. Take a note, celebrate your small wins, make that part of your daily routine. Uh, This has helped me a lot to do, and probably one of the reasons I keep a to-do list, though I, I like to mark things down on paper. I like to check things off at the end of the day because it reminds me, okay, maybe I didn't finish the book today, but I did do some development work that'll lead to another project that'll keep my business going, or I did connect with this person about a new agent, or I did these other things that are part of the writing business. And those things are the things that allow us to do the writing, right? Those things that make up our business are part of the deal that help us have time, buy time to do the writing. So I wanna get it done. I wanna keep this business going because this business allows me the time to write. And that's what this is all about. So I'll put my writing project down on the to-do list and cross it off and I'll take a minute and celebrate. Okay. Here's what I did today. Small wins. Celebrate them. Notice them. Rituals, routines, and small wins. They help us create the environment that will support our work so we can get the work done. Your assignment today, create a pre-writing ritual. Three things. Light a candle. Pour a cup of tea. Clap your hands. Create a ritual ritual three things that you can repeat every day before you go to your writing space to rise. Research shows that this kind of priming helps us enjoy and become better at whatever comes next in our day. And when we are going to our writing space, they send a signal to our brain that we're going to do some good creative work. It helps. So your assignment do next Monday, or if you want to join me on Substack as a subscriber, you can let me know what your rituals are, and we can talk about those. Your assignment is to create a pre-writing ritual, and you want to know more how to do that, I lay out the steps for you at simplywrite.substack.com, become a subscriber, I stumble over that word already, become a subscriber and join us there, and we'll get into it. Listen, writing rituals, routines, supplies, then pen and paper, computer, you need to do your job, all those things make the writing easier. But ultimately, it comes down to the same thing every day. You've got to sit down and put the words on the page. Isaac Asimov says it this way, if my doctor told me I had only six minutes to live, I wouldn't brood. I'd type a little faster. And this week, just sit down, And simply write. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, The Best Business Network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electricast Podcasts, and hear the culture. Electricast. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes out now on Electric Hass Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.